that's true. Hello. Who could it be? Who could it be knocking on my door? Um, who could it be? What is that, the police? No. Um, I think it's kind of like a one or two hit wonder. Who could it be now? Yeah. Um, Anyways, there used to be a great, uh, it probably still exists actually, a uh, a website that rates, all it does is like a very old website that just rates uh, saxophone uh, <laughs> That's awesome. in, in, in a, any given song. And it just has like pick, like three saxes or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Alto and sax. I feel like that's on there. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's a big sax Oh, heavy. because it was, it, it's three sax. I, I thought you were saying. You know, like how good was the, the sax. Arrangement. It's out of five. Yeah, yeah. Now You I know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I do. It's a great start to the episode. Um, hi, everyone, and welcome. Well, <laughs> welcome, welcome to FOH. I'm Lillian Devane. I'm Kelly Sullivan. And it's a service industry podcast. We serve you. You listen. You are industrious. To us. You... <laughs> Wait, can I just say, Yeah. when did people start saying, welcome in? That's new. Like into physical spaces? Yes. Welcome in. Um, when I, I that has it. not. <laughs> haven't no, noticed that. It. What do you mean? I haven't noticed people saying that. People haven't been saying it to me. Okay, so maybe it's a West Coast thing, because ev- every time I enter a building, retail, restaurant, welcome in. Welcome in. With the, they're calling you in. They're calling me. They're saying. We say we don't do call out culture. We call in. <laughs> I mean, as it should. But they don't. People don't say welcome in, right? In New York. I mean, not that I've noticed, but I'll. I mean, I'm. I'm. I'm leaving the city tonight, so we'll see what's going Listeners, on. Listeners, do people say welcome in where you live? I've never heard it until I moved out here, and I was like, maybe either this is a new thing that's kind of everywhere or this is region specific. So y'all let me know, is welcome in a new thing? Always been a thing? I think it's it's weird to me. Everyone says it. Huh. Anyways. I don't know. All right. I Not noticed. that interesting, but just kind of. But out there. I, uh, like I just said, I'm leaving the city tonight for a little like 4th of July getaway. And mm. we were planning like when to arrive and da 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 da. And I was like, yeah, and then we'll just go, um, to like the the nearby tavern yeah um, <laughs> it's literally Bucky. called shipwreck yeah. it's like yes um yes. so i was like perfect we'll just go and then i was like oh it's a sunday night outside of new york city it obviously closes at nine so yeah. definitely have to get there with a little bit of lead time yeah. you know in my mind i was like what it doesn't matter when i leave the city i'll just go get some food get some grub no no no, you're going to be in that tavern and it's going to be like the woman who serves you's name is going to be Brandy and she's going to be wearing a chain made of braided silver from the yeah. north of Spain. And I'm going to cry. She I'm loves a say, man. I'm going to say, what a fine girl. I'm going to say that. Uh, but his life, his love and his lady is the sea, Brandy. You have to get that through your head. Get it through your head, Brandy. Girl, come on. 
Um, that's very, that sounds really cute and fun. And yes, you do have to plan, um, on not being able to get whatever you want 24 hours a day when you don't live in New York city. It's very inconvenient. Yeah. It's incredibly inconvenient. We do, we're bringing a bunch of natural wine because I was like, I naturally will not stomach this, the, an inky, the, the swill syrupy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't have 4th of July plans. Uh, Eugene uh, or my friend group are both not huge 4th of Juliers. So, <laughs> yeah, I've been saying I'm just excited to like get out of the city and have a couple days off. Yeah. Um. So to me, I'm like, I've been saying happy 4th to people. And I, it is like, people don't know how to react. People don't know how to react because I think they're like, they think it's some sort of like MAGA shibboleth. And I'm like, no, I just literally, I have three days off work. I'm all, it's awesome to me. It's a holiday. And it yeah. falls on a it's Tuesday. So you get Monday, Tuesday. No, Come great. on, long week. Hello. We're Fourth living of July. It we, as we've said many times, one of the best holidays. So fucking it's great. If you divorce I it from cr- the other stuff. Duh. Just like Thanksgiving. I don't care, guys. Just like my parents. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey. um, do you have a... Should we do service stories? Yeah. Well, we have a call. A, yes, we should do a listener call. So uh, we have our FOH hotline. You can call in toll-free at 414-533-5FOH. That's 414-533-5FOH. F-O-H, and leave us a message, a rant, a rave, a customer story, a service story. And we have one uh, here from a listener, and uh, let's get to it. Uh, hi, ladies. Longtime listener and fan, first-time caller. I am calling you with a service story of sorts, uh, but I'm, I'm not the server in the story. I am the, the recipient of the service, but... I thought it was particularly good and fun service, so I'll share with you. Um, I was in Thailand recently, and I ended up taking, me and my family took a 13-hour train ride from northern Thailand to southern Thailand, and uh, while we were sitting on the train, a guy came around to, to show us a menu for the dining car, and we were like, okay, sure. And then I don't know what happened. I think he spoke to my brother, but, oh, and to back up... <laughs> To back up, uh, we had been told that we were not allowed to drink liquor on this train because we asked before we got on, we were going to bring beer on the train, and they were like, absolutely no liquor is allowed. And we were like, okay. And they they actually made a sign for, like, handcuffs. Like, it was super illegal. So we were like, all right, not going to fuck around in Thailand. So, okay, flashback forward to this guy coming around. I think he spoke to my brother or something, and so he popped his head into my room with my brother, and he's like, you guys want beer? And we were like, sure. And uh, so he brought us beers, and then, like, a little while later, he popped back in, and he was like, you guys want weed? And we're like, sure. And he literally grabbed my brother's hand, started dragging him through the train to the dining car, and we had to walk through all these other cars. And, uh, and by the way, meanwhile, like, some beers had been confiscated by my cousins who stayed behind, but we walked to the dining car, and we ended up sitting there and drinking beer, which I guess was illegal, but uh, anytime the more strict conductor, train conductor came by, this guy like told us to hide our beers and like moved his hand. But anytime we had an empty beer, he was like, more beer, more beer, more beer. And he also gave us joints. And he was like, weed, weed. And this dude was crazy. 
but he was really fun. We had a great time. And then at the end of the whole thing, when the dining car was going to close, he told us how much it cost. And my mom's very drunk boyfriend went to pay. And I guess he didn't tip him. And he was like, where's the tip? Tip. And we were like, yeah, yeah, great. Like tip. Um, which I appreciate, you know, you should ask for a tip. You deserve a tip. So, uh, anyway, it was kind of crazy service with also a crazy smile and it was a lot of fun. And I wish that more American restaurants <laughs> were as chaotic as, uh, as this man was, as this service experience was. Anyway, hopefully this is good enough. I don't know, but, uh, love you ladies. Keep up the good work. Goodbye. So a happy ending. A happy ending. Have you ever, I've never personally, well, I guess I went to Morocco where it's like they do have liquor laws, but it's like you can't buy it after like 8 p.m., but it's it's like legal until 8 (laughs) p.m. And then it's haram. Sure. But it's like very much not enforced for Westerners also. So have you ever traveled anywhere that it's it's illegal to be drinking, smoking, whatever? Uh, No. Do you fear? I mean, Massachusetts on Sundays, but. Yeah, true. It's Indiana was the same, but I, I didn't. I was, again, not didn't fear, didn't fear. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you fear Midnight Express? What does that mean? Um, have you ever seen the movie Midnight Express? No. Oh, it's a movie where like these two girls go on vacation, and I think like one of the girl, their friends, and I think one of the girls had like stolen the other girl's boyfriend at some point or something, and they're in. Turkey, I want to say, and oh. one girl like puts pills in the other girl's bag, so she gets arrested at the border. And then she's like held. Isn't it like broke down palace? Is that what that is? Yeah, 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 yeah. A similar thing. Similar thing. And then there's like a there's an Australian woman who was in maybe Sri Lanka or something. And then it was like her boogie board. They made like a exact boogie board of weed. And then she was like, "That wasn't me. I was set up." And it was like you were set up by a very like creative DIY criminal. I mean, I feel like just the drugs I'm prescribed would get me thrown in prison if I traveled to any of those places. I mean, literally England. Adderall's no, I know. Illegal. Yeah. It's crazy. It's like, like you guys need to trust me. Like anyways. Um, well, thank you for, for calling in. Uh, love that. Great. Story. Love the service. And exceptional love service, to hear above it. and beyond, above and beyond. <laughs> so service award of the month Michelin, goes to that gentleman. Michelin star. Michelin star. Anthony Mordain approved. Um, <laughs> for sure, I assume. Um, okay, yeah. Uh, now for our service stories, and then we'll get right to the topic. Yeah, wow. Um, so officious, Lillian. I don't know. You know, we're no, on no, a schedule. No, no, you're, yeah, you're, and you're, you're, you're working now. You're like, you're like, this is what you this do. This is now. me, working girl. Yeah, working, I'm saying we're mode. sticking to the agenda. Do you want to add more time to this agenda item, or are we moving on? <laughs> um, that is me in a meeting. Um, wow, I'm actually gonna like that's noted because some people really can talk in circles where I work. Um, Ooh, I've got some strategies for that. Okay. Um, good to know. Um, my service story is, uh, just about being a guest once again. Um, (laughs) me complaining again. Um, but I went, it was my friend's birthday. Very fun. We went to, um, Papadrello, an Italian, Mm. um, 
restaurant on the Upper West Side. I it seems was, like a very Bethany Frankel kind of restaurant oh, to go to. Oh, it very much was. It very yeah. much was. She's like, was. this is real New York, whatever she <laughs> yeah. says. She talks like that. Oh, yeah. my God, yeah. When she makes it go to <laughs> Arthur Avenue, it's like, Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, so, oh, God, I wish. Um well yeah it was kind of that vibe and I was obviously late getting up there and um so they had ordered I was like one of a party of seven they had ordered a couple of bottles of wine for some reason the server did not bring oh I don't know if she was like yeah friend's not coming like let's be honest she's 20 minutes <laughs> yeah. late she's not coming <laughs> or like what but they had not um put out a glass of uh, like a wine glass for me okay so I sat down She's like, uh, can I grab you anything? They hadn't ordered entrees yet. So I was like, um, yeah, I was like, you know, I'm just going to whatever. And I was like, and I would love a glass for wine. She was like, totally. No. Worst. No. 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 Fuck. So then I am sitting next to my friend and he was like, I guess we can share. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, we go splitsies. Oh my God. And the server touched the table multiple times after that, um, including taking our entree order and presumably saw also, and I've forgotten things a time or two in my day. Of course, of course. But it's like if I look over at the table and I see two people like both reaching for the same glass and it's not, you know, some sort of ritual. I would go. There's not a god. It's not encrusted with jewels, and there's right. yeah. It's not Indiana Jones, oh god. bitch. <laughs> um, so it was so weird, and we just continued to just have to like refill one wine glass, and we were both no, just like, you the whole time. Yes, literally the whole time. She never brought me no. a wine glass. Yeah, she never brought me a wine glass. And again, like wow. more water, you know what I mean? Like she replaced the water bottle. Like she was like. And you never asked again? No, because I was just like, I guess I'm on punishment because I came late. You are so funny. Catholic as hell. <laughs> to do so, that Catholic behavior. <laughs> yeah. Um, shout out to Liam who shared his wine glass with me. And um, yeah, just a true funny, funny little moment. And one of those things where I was like. Yeah, sometimes people are really bad at their jobs. And it's okay. Yeah, sure. I forgive you. Also, Catholic behavior. <laughs> forgiven for your sins, waitress. You're forgiven. I hope you wore the hair shirt, but you're forgiven. <laughs> we can only hope. I think she I think For she 20 she minutes when she got home. 20 minutes. 20 minutes. Anyone can do that. You put it it's on not for a big minutes. deal. It's not a big deal. I do that in my sleep. Minutes. Um, <laughs> um that's really funny well sorry for your loss um no it was honestly like it was very funny and it made me feel like we were like one of the old married couples that's probably a regular you know what i mean like yeah 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 yeah. yeah. when married couples are like could we split a glass of wine <laughs> and it's like no you can't moving on next question <laughs> i was like that's what we are <laughs> Can you cut the dip in half? <laughs> no, it's People disgusting. love asking for stuff to be cut in half. People who are boning each other say, can you cut this in half? It's like, you've been inside her. Literally, so just, dude. I'll give you a knife. Or you, you're, I don't know. 
You want mommy to cut your meat for you? What's what? going on here? Stop it. Ew. So gross. I don't want to think about that. No. No. It's so weird when we do a lot of sort of stuff that we cut. Yeah. But it's that like, was me. Wait, cut, cut the <laughs> crust off for me, please. Um, well, that's anyway. fun. Um, <laughs> I don't have, I mean, it's, again, you know, because I... I'm not in the biz anymore. My service stories are always very tangentially related to last just stories about my life. But um, I I went to Portland for my job uh, this last week. And uh, <laughs> it's just like tr- it, it, I, it was truly a small town encounter. So I, I, I'm in Portland, mm-hmm. Oregon. <laughs> Thank you for I just I'm trying to set the scene. Okay, shut up. So I'm wearing a crop top. My meth, my Mets hat, glasses. Yeah. I've just eaten a gallon of greasy noodles because uh, I wanted to like taste real flavor, and that's what I wanted. I have mm-hmm. my leftovers, and I have a six pack. Okay. And I've been driving all day and sweating my ass off. I'm finally walking to my car, and I hear Lillian, and I was like, mm, No, what's gonna happen? You're Ow. like, it's not her. It's it's not. No, no different person no please god no one see me right now turn around <laughs> and it is one of my students with his friends and i was like fuck fuck and he's like how's it going are you in portland for the summer i was like no i'm not um good to see you and then his friends immediately start joking with me like we're like <laughs> like old at a bar i was just like okay whoa 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 <laughs> um just like throwing out you know i was like go, 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 what's going on um and then we like chat for a little bit and i was like well really good to see you um you know so nice to run into you hope you have a good summer and he was like yeah, you too. And then he was like, hey, Lillian. He was like, thanks for the A, by the way. And I was like, why is this he said, you such earned a it. fucking... Goodbye. I mean, I was like, I gave you an A? Okay, I forgot. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, no. Um, a in this I'm case just... stands for Adderall. <laughs> and you were high on it. <laughs> and I can... And mother knows... Uh, no, uh, a sweet kid and smart, um, but it was very funny. And I was like, why is this just like running into your like cool professor in a oh fun, you know, not a professor, but you know what I mean? In the small yeah. town summertime. I was like, this is, good. hey, thanks for the A, by the way. Te- hey, teach. Hey, teach. Thanks for the A. Oh my God. I was like, this is going to happen because a lot of them live in Portland. So it's just very funny to me. Um, anyways, a real great moment for me, for your girl. Love it. I love it. I love you skulking around, avoiding student interactions. Yeah, they feel real comfortable, sort of chopping it up right away. So that's always a good sign. Yeah. Um, that a college freshman feels. Somebody commented that I was <laughs> the best and most relatable teacher they've had at the University of Oregon. I said most relatable is um an like, not what I'm striving for, but thank you. Kind of comment uh me uh, I, I do have a lot in common I suppose with the average college freshman um just emotionally 
um, intellectually, you know, um, <laughs> lots of maturity, you know, issues there. Anyway, it's very funny. I love these kids to death. Um, all right. Let's start the show, shall we? Shall we? Um, so this week we wanted to talk about a little piece in Savue. Uh, by a friend of the podcast and a great writer journalist uh sabra boyd um and it is called the new frugal so um talking about you know cultural trends and themes of like necessity and you know austerity measures and great depression and how those sort of like shape our lives, which I feel like we are all very aware of, uh, in this time we are living in, um, which seems to be getting the, it keeps, keeps squeezing, you know, I know. I, um, and now they're taking Twitter away. I, you know, I just, everyone, you know, Twitter at this point is, it's been, it's been the app that's cried wolf too many times. I'm like, I don't know what's going, I can't look into this any further. Now it involves understanding tech. No, it's really not for me. And then like, there was like the Reddit strike and they were closing the Reddit. And I was like, I just want to check my threads. No, truly. I was like, guys, can we just, I don't know. Just leave me out of it. Why am I in it? Et cetera. Why am I in it? um, Like. Ugh. No, heartache, I don't want to have to learn about this. Anyways, um, <clears throat> but obviously centering on uh, Great Depression, um, Sabra starts sort of centers this piece around that and sort of that's what we I think we all think about when we think about like... <laughs> Who uh, who was most affected by these <laughs> by these things? And we had our like our great, which I think was a great episode, which we should re-listen to soon um, or re-release mm-hmm. about um, rationing and mm, yes, I its effects on and the Great Depression, its effects on you know an entire generation or two generations probably at least. Um, and I've definitely inherited fucking Great Depression shit, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, for sure. I feel like my grandmother sort of, yeah, very famously, famously frugal woman, um, allegedly had a Boston cream pie recipe that only took one egg. Not really sure how that would work, but good for her. Good for her. Um, the powdered milk generation, you know? Yeah, the powdered milk generation, custard powder, et cetera, et cetera. <sighs> Rough. Um, but, yeah, and this piece mostly focuses on now how, like, frugality is tied, at, and it always has been, to, like, how much time you have and, like, thinking about time and money and space and how much of those you can afford to have, basically. Totally. Like, I mean, I think we all know this, like how being poor is so expensive because it's right. like, if you can't afford good work shoes then you have to buy cheap work shoes, but they wear out quicker. So you have to buy more. So like over time, yeah. um, you go through, you spend more money ultimately and like space 
if you're poor or you have everything you want to hold on to because like maybe you could repair it maybe you'll end up using it maybe this will come back in fashion and then you have no space for anything and it piles up and then yeah etc etc so it is like the triangulation between that like the money the time the space right and I think a lot of people in our specific even like our specific like micro generation are not used to um needing to balance those things like I think I'm definitely like familiar with like if not budgeting being like okay just paid rent not much in the checking account not going to the bar this week but that's like the extent of frugality that I know and like yeah now like food be but I like I've always been able to like afford groceries and da 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 but like this is the first time in my life that I it's noticeably more expensive to buy groceries and that I am truly like I'm walking the aisles I'm saying like okay that's on sale so I'll get that this week you know what I mean like it is the first time no yeah and thinking about like uh not necessarily meal prepping but like what what yeah what am I gonna have time to do so like don't just buy bananas because I usually have bananas in the house but like are you going to make smoothies? Are you going to eat them? Are you going to put them in your bag? You you know what I mean? Like, yep. Yeah. And especially when you have a small apartment, you can't buy cheap things in bulk and like you can't, and you have to, yeah, really think so much more about what you're fucking doing with your, with your money and your food. It's so, I feel like, I, every time I buy groceries, I'm like, I feel like a mother of five. And I'm just like, I like sharp inhale every time they tell me the total. I'm like, and I'm literally buying like dried goods and produce. And I'm just like, why is this $70? This is absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane. No, it's crazy. And I think, um, especially being single and being like how can this be and then it's like also I think um like for me I almost have like so many people are like okay food is is like fuel and so they like aren't as indulgent with food but I almost have the opposite where I'm like food is solely for pleasure and it's solely (laughs) like something you do like with your friends or like because you want to have like this gustatory experience and so like uh, like when food is so expensive and I derive no real joy from it like it's just (laughs) totally totally what I uh, like well I have to eat something or I'll be grumpy then I'm like this is really a mind fuck because I'm like you're just telling me that like my eggs and cottage cheese like no I don't want to do that I'm putting my foot down I'm putting putting my my foot down. foot down No, totally. If this is um, like, like cottage cheese is something that I truly eat with a spoon when I'm like, I don't have time to figure out what I want to eat, but I'm hungry and I need to go somewhere. I'm going to have yeah. five spoonfuls of cottage cheese and leave. I get and you're it. telling me that's going to be seven ninety nine for that experience? Go to hell. Straight to hell. Straight to hell. Report straight to hell. Uh, no, same. I'm like a fistful of peanuts is my is my cottage cheese. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. 
so outrageous. It's really outrageous. It's truly outrageous, as they, as Jim would say. Um, and then also, like this piece is talking about how, like now, just basically all of these cuts, inflation, losing food stamps, ending of all of these emergency aids, like all happening at once. We know what's going on. Uh, adding to this pressure and this crunch on people's time and money. And it's um, fucking scary. And I'm also like, when is the government going to start being like, hey, everybody, here's how you make a chocolate cake out of, like, what, where, yeah. the, let's have a little fun with it. Can you guys send out some tips for uh, how to survive in this fucking world that you've made for us? Because that would be pretty fucking cool. Can you tell me how to do this? Because I don't know. Yeah. Actually. I think, um, and what Sabra kind of points to is, like, so much of the solution to hard times is community-based. And whether that's, right. as you say, like, okay, you can't buy in bulk if you don't have a lot of space, but if a block of neighbors buys toilet paper in bulk and everyone takes two rolls, it's cheaper and you don't have to worry, you don't have to be as economical with the space. Right. But it's also that, that it's like part of the way that the government painted us into this corner was by disrupting community building. And then that is what allowed, like sowing those seeds of division is what allowed us to like, get to this place so it's like the solution is almost forbidden by the you know what i mean yeah like if we had the community then we wouldn't even be in the place in the first place it's a big old checkmate for the old U.S. government. Good job, guys. You got good us. Good work. You got good us work. pretty fucking good. Got us by the short and curlies, as they say. Thank you so much. Um, what do we think about this? I, I've seen this several times recently. Okay. What do we think about this um, Jessica Wilson calling, uh, who's a anti-hunger, she specializes in anti-hunger work. She's a dietitian. She's an author. Calling it not a food desert because a desert is naturally occurring, and mm-hmm. calling it a food apartheid because it's because it's man-made created. Um, I definitely take the point. I definitely yeah. take the point. Um, I'm just not. I'm not throwing out that term in a conversation with somebody. Yeah, it's it's extreme. It's extreme. I yeah. understand, obviously, it is an extreme phenomena also. Of course, of course. Um, but also, you know, given a different context, um, desert, of course, naturally occurring, but then we're having... Climate change. Climate change and uh, deserts and drought being exacerbated by a man's man's little hands so <laughs> don't necessarily yeah i mean god i don't know you know what it is it's here's the thing everybody we can come up with terms that are more specific and and mean specific right. things that are or more accurate but does it is it evocative yes i agree with that i mean check back like it's also one of those things that like uh, 
you know, in six months and a year, I might be like, yeah, that totally was right and is resonant. But right now I'm like, I don't see a problem with food desert. Yeah. Here's the thing. When I think desert, I think cartoon of a guy in tattered clothes on (laughs) his hands and knees. Absolutely. And that's apolitical. That's neither right nor left. No. And that, you know, that is bipartisan. So... To me already, it's 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 a neutral situation. It's a guy. There's a palm tree in the distance. Right. He's thinking about a girl a in turkey water. Leg. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. A turkey leg. Yeah. Yeah. One of those a turkey leg. Things. A girl. <laughs> it's a triptych. <laughs> <laughs> you get it. So you get it, folks. This is what I'm saying. I'm just kind of asking these questions. There's no answers. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it is, um, you know, last summer around my neighborhood and I never did any more investigating about this, but there were, someone had papered the neighborhood and it was, it was in Spanish, but not, uh, this wasn't like any, anyone's particular manifesto. So I could roughly translate seemingly just a group trip to six flags. It just was like, (laughs) <laughs> seemingly someone was like i'm renting a bus if y'all want to get in on this we're going to six flags it was like six flags it was a date uh there was a phone number so i do think it is within our grasp for someone to have a costco membership and say hey heading to costco y'all me. Want- <laughs> yeah yeah what yeah. do you you want some olive oil i mean look know. i've ne- i've still never been to a costco and i would very much like to go if someone would like to invite Ooh, me. Wow. That's, I think, I think that's, I think that's very much within your grasp. Speaking <laughs> of things that are within our grasp. I think that's very much within your grasp. Thank you. That's, well, that's, a, that's a comp, that's a high compliment. Um, also this piece mentions like people gaming and trying as in like gamifying, uh, frugality with, with, with coupons. I had no idea people still use those. Nor I. But when I was a grocery store cashier, granted that was 15 years ago now. I always people, forget you had that job. People people did the coupons. People did the coupons for sure. The paper coupons that you cut out. And, and I will in. say, not coupons, but uh, sign of the times, um, a lot of rewards programs, including my beloved Duncan, recently have been yep. getting raked over the coals because they've changed so that they're much less generous. Yep. And it's sad. It is sad. You're going to, your most loyal fans, you're going to do this too? It is like the, the belt tightening that is just so like, the, yeah, the level of squeeze, the level of belt tightening. It is like, I can't have fucking shit, man. No, it's such a fucking bummer. I just, like, we don't even get, like, look, if we have to live like this, and I don't accept it, but, like, say right. I did. <laughs> For example, I did. <laughs> they should be pumping out extreme propaganda that's like they should be having a carnival should be in every town they should be Mm -hmm. giving us i mean i guess that's like what is like modern family or something but i mean like besides television shows or whatever media can you please 
throw in some clowns or like yeah outdoor like movie give screening. me the nickelodeons like, give me the fucking yeah i completely a agree state, it's... like like shut like like a nationwide when, yeah, when, effort when, when does the wpa come in because Literally i'm sick of this fucking... shit fucking pay me to do pinch pots that are going to end up in the Smithsonian. I like, please. I like nothing would make me happier. I'll go to, I will do an overseas tour. If I can come back and do a WPA thing, do the GI bill plus WPA combo pack. Can I have that? Totally. Totally. (sighs) Um, yeah, it's bullshit. And yeah, frugality i mean gamifying coupons frugality community all of this to say like our lives should just be better fuck yeah they should this is fucking horse shit it's horse shit kelly it's, it's fucking horse shit i'm pissed it's total horse shit like it's not cool it's not fucking cool <laughs> it's literally not cool guys it's not cool. At Best least... years of my life. I'm thinking about. I'm putting sweet potatoes in the freezer. I hate oh this my shit. god! It's not right. I mean, <sighs> at least in like, I feel like I saw something, and this is probably just you know, but like at least in Europe or like England or whoever the fuck they're like they're like warning politicians they're like yo y'all are pushing it too far people are gonna yeah. well people take a are look gonna at rise Fran- up. i mean i, I mean, know france france, the, france the is the specter is... that haunts all of us Ugh, god i listen <laughs> to me specter is haunting american twitter it's france why okay actually new life goal i have to find a frenchman can i get yeah. dual citizenship yeah I could see that working for you. And they're awful people, but I mean, I could... They're... F- you know what? They get a bad rap. They're very wry. Oh, Kelly, don't say that to me. Don't say that to me. I'm don't look saying. me... Don't look me in the face and say that. I'm just saying. I've enjoyed my times in France. Very much so. Okay, well, I've never been to France. I've never been to Europe. I mean, I guess I've been to Spain, been to- but... yeah. You don't count it? You're like a Catalonian separatist. You're like, I've never been to Europe because I was in Catalonia. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Well, if anyone has a lead on that, let me know. Because I'm trying to get out of here. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I really do see it coming together for you. Thank you. I mean, actually, a very great compliment my, my dear friend Yoser from Tunisia gave me the other day was she, mm. I was talking about God knows what, and she just says, I think you would do really well in Europe. And I was like, there Thank you go. You. Which is really nice, you know? Yeah. Because I, I think I was probably complaining about how underappreciated I am in Oregon, but, um, you know, there are other places. Yeah. But Europe, you know, let's see. And I would say nobody most especially Europeans thinks I would do well in Europe you know I think I think you could be I think you would be a lot of fun in Europe I think people would like you I think they would want to not like you but then they they would be wonderful I do win them over um that's I would say that's my experience of like most people they're like ugh, here comes yelly kelly yeah here comes trouble you know what yeah they end up having a laugh 
They can't help it. They can't, they can't help, help themselves. That's that's the best and worst of both of us. It's a gift yeah. and the gap. Gift and the Sorry. Gap. Sorry. Oh, charisma cannot be taught. Um All right. Yeah, Anything we gotta go. else? We gotta wrap it no. up. No. Oh wait, we have new patrons. Do you have okay. it? Can you pull it up or not? Um, I, think. I think. Maybe we don't, actually. No, it's uh, entirely possible. Sorry, I'm just on my personal Patreon right now. So. Oh, no, you're fine. Um, I'm switching. I'm switching right now. No, don't worry about it. We Hey, oh we miss you. We'll get you next time. Um, and we do love you very much, so. No, we do. And thank you for your patience as this, you know, tipsy-turvy world keeps on spinning. We are on it. And we're doing our best, and we love you, and appreciate you. And take care. And take good care of yourselves. Take good care of yourselves. And each other. Of Goodbye. course. Yeah. Adios. Sorry, Bye. I don't know. <laughs>